Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm Mississippi, Mississippi, here I Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. We hope you've downloaded that. You can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And today we get to hear about a great program at the University of Southern Miss. They are covering the gap between federal tuition assistance and the remaining course tuition for TA-approved hours for our veterans. I think that's a good thing. Joining us to tell us a little bit more is Major General Jeff Hammond of U.S. Army Retired. Hey, General. Hey, Rebecca. How are you today? I'm not complaining. It is a beautiful day. It's not quite as warm as I'd like it, but it's not as cold as I hate it. So we're doing good here in Central. How is it in the Pine Belt? It couldn't be better. We're with you on that all the way. Uh, Another great day. You know, we know the secret here at USM, just being alive is pretty good, and that's good enough. I agree. That's a good way to look at it. Hey, this is a great program. You, uh, you, Southern Miss has really set the stage or set itself apart as making sure that they help veterans come back and finish degrees or get degrees the best they can, and this is just another opportunity to do that. So tell us about the TA GAP funding program. Well, super. Uh, the, the, you know, a, a gap, a financial gap exists between what military federal tuition assistance pays for our service members to attend college and the actual tuition costs. So, for example, the federal tuition only pays 250 per semester hour. So for a three-hour course, the, the soldier, sailor, air, and marine is getting $750. However, it costs here at USM 1155 for a three-hour course. So there's a gap between what the government gives these kids and what the actual cost, and so this gap, you know, somehow it just didn't seem right to us. We as a university family should sit back and allow that, so we took initiative. Dr. Joe Paul who, uh, immediately jumped on this, so beginning with the fall semester of 2023, USM will fund the difference between what the military federal tuition pays and the actual tuition cost for tu- uh, service members enrolled and utilizing this program. So. It's big. It's major. We're one of the few schools in the nation to be doing this. And the bottom line, it's all about the service member, doing what's right for our National Guard, our Armiers, our reservists, and then, of course, our active duty members. Is that for anyone wanting to come back and complete a degree or maybe even, you know, start later on after they've come back from a deployment or maybe just took a few gap years of their own um, from college? Or are there any other stipulations around it? Well, it's primarily aimed at those that are in one of three categories, either currently on active duty, deployed or not deployed. I deployed an Army division, the 4th Division, to Iraq, and, and and the youngsters there, when they they had time, they could work online towards their degree, and it was a great thing. So it's 
active duty, any branch of the service. Um, it's the reserve component of the service. Or in our case, the Mississippi Army National Guard or National Guard members uh, who apply for and receive the federal tuition assistance uh, through that program, we're going to cover that gap. So it's a it's a wide net of people that it applies to, and it's really unique, different, and uh, kind of groundbreaking, I think, in meeting the needs and honoring those that honor us by protecting our nation and, and our individual rights and freedoms. It's one of those things you kind of scratch your head and go, why weren't we already doing this? This makes perfect sense, you know, to give them the opportunity to further their education or to finish up a degree. And you did mention, General, that it can be online or in person. So if they are deployed or maybe, you know, not necessarily where they can get to USM's campus every day, they have options? Without question. In fact, I would probably suggest that, uh, both online or on campus, but it really supports the online student. It supports that young sergeant uh, in the National Guard who's working an eight-hour day and has a family with three kids, and he, and he wants to move ahead and get a degree. Well, he can do this online class now, and it's not going to take any money out of him or his family's pocket. Either the, univer- the university's going to pick up the gap, and, and we're going to be there to help them see it through. So when can we start enrolling? Um, as soon as the, the you know starts with the fall semester twenty twenty three, I would suggest a couple of days. For those that are interested, contact us. Um, either call us at six zero one two six six eight three eight one, or we created a website specifically for this program, and it's at uh, usm. edu slash ta dash gap usm. edu slash ta dot dash gap uh in content we'll start to get you in you know you apply for admission if you're already enrolled then all you've got to do is is we start to get probably halfway through the spring semester and you're leaning forward to the fall semester coursework uh get in the application process and we'll take care of it with you you know, General Hammonds, the last time I think we had you here on Good Things, it was celebrating the opening of the Center for Military Veterans. And so how is that facility and everything going in that department? I mean, it looks like you're doing what you said you would, get out there and help our veterans to have an opportunity at, at education. Wow. You know, Rebecca, I, one word sums it up, blessed. Another word, so blessed. We're uh, this. The construction of the building has opened up a whole new chapter in the life of uh, this university, and, and particularly our military students, our veterans, and our families. It's this has become the place you go to for help. I mean, we're the only building you can go to anywhere in uh, I think maybe the southeast of the United States where everything gets resolved. We have not only a full-time VA vet service officer in our building, we also have a full-time VA uh, vet success on campus officer in our. But we have everything in here. You don't got to wait in line. You don't got to be told no. Uh, instead, we're, we're, our mission here is to find a way to turn a no into a yes and make your life better. So it's doing great stuff, and we're loving every minute of it. Well, I love that, you know, USM is my alma mater, uh, Southern Miss to the top. And so I love that they're yeah. sort of positioning themselves as sort of the one-stop shop for those in the military, you know, to make it easy and accessible and now affordable for them to get uh, their education. When you're thinking about the pool of potential, do you know or have you all thought of, like, how many, you know, are out there that could take advantage of this, that could come and get their degrees there at Southern Miss now with this uh, gap funding program? You know, I, I gave Dr. Joe Paul a number. I don't want to put that out there just yet, but um, it's a big number. I, I fully expect that, particularly at the Mississippi 
National Guard and our reserves. And as we get out to places like Fort Hood, Texas, Keesler Air Force Base, Gulfport Naval Air Station, as we get out to these locations and start to make this known, I think at first glance they're going to say, what is this? And once they look at it, they're going to say, oh, my goodness. I don't. I, I need to say I need to do it now because it's not going to cost anything. So I think, I think the the potential for an increasing number of military people to pursue their degrees through this program is absolutely safe to say it's an unlimited number. Oh, General Hammond, I didn't even think about those not living in Mississippi. That's you know I I focus really on the good things here. So I'm thinking about our Mississippi residents, servicemen and women. But man, like you you're right, it really does expand the opportunity of those that you know could come to um, you know the Pine Belt to call home or to just take part in the education online. Wow, that's a big pool. <laughs> that's a big well, number. Well, it is, you know. It really is, Rebecca. We we put up uh, some billboards right outside the largest Army base in the world, Fort Hood, Texas, and announcing this program. We just were there just last week meeting with people, talking to them about it, and the interest is bubbling rather rapidly. Uh, in fact, I've got a couple of uh, emails from alumni with pictures of billboards who live there outside Fort Hood saying, wow, what's this all about? We're excited. So, um, you know, I, I think about the young uh officer enlisted kid that's out at a place like Fort Hood and, and they want to better themselves and they want to do it through higher education and now they see there's light at the end of the tunnel because it's it's not going to cost them. It's not going to hit their pocketbook. It's not going to take away from their quality time to do special things with their families because USM is going to fill that gap. And not only that, our online programs here are tailor-made to the military population in many, many regards. And so we're Man, we're just having fun with this. We're so excited. Well, I'm excited, too, and I'm excited for those listening to good things. Maybe it doesn't necessarily, you know, affect you directly, but if you know a service uh, member or you have one in your family, sort of spread the word. And if you have, you know, young people who are trying to make that decision whether to enlist or not and thinking about education, I know that's one of the big uh, pushes for for young adults to sort of make that leap is because of the opportunities for education to be paid for. I mean, it's a huge it's a huge perk to to calling to, to taking the call to serve. Well, it is. And, you know, one of the hardest things I've found in my 32 years in the military, where I, me and my wife, my family, lived our life supporting soldiers, was was the tough decision to, to pursue a, a higher education. Because they often wonder, well, am I good enough? Can I compete? Can I do it? Well, yes, they, they are good enough. They're better than good enough, number one. But number two, you have this vet center, the Center for Military Veterans here on this campus, which... Uh, we take it to heart. We take it seriously. It's our job to, hold, to, to lock arms with you, stand shoulder to shoulder, back to back, and help you through this challenge to help you get that degree and get that education, open windows down the road for you and your family for advancement. Well, I love it, General Hammond. I can't wait till you're back because that means you got something more good to share. But I hope everyone shares the word about this today, and I appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much, and God bless America, and thank you for what you do. All righty, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
good things you can watch us too on your computer or your mobile device just head on over to supertalktv.com and as you've heard country music star Morgan Wallen he's coming to Mississippi Oxford in fact and Supertalk wants to give you a chance to win some tickets all you gotta do is enter your name at one of the many registration boxes that's located all throughout the state for example you can register to win by going to Sage and Willow Boutique in Corinth you can go to uh, the mini mall there in the atrium mini mall there in Meridian if you can go to Watts Brothers in Columbia, and there's a lot of other places that you can fill out your registration form as well. You can just go to supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen to find the full list of registration locations, and you'll get two sweet seat tickets to the Morgan Wallen Show on April the 23rd. That's a Sunday afternoon or night there at Vault Hemingway Stadium in Oxford, so it's going to be a good time. I think they're sold out, so this would be a great way to get tickets. And if you got tickets, this would be a great way to upgrade your tickets, and then you can sell your peasant tickets down from below the sweet seats where the Turners and the rest of us will be will be sitting. But the ticket giveaway is brought to you by First South Farm Credit, King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep and Toyota of Brookhaven. So it's going to be a good time. It's also a good time to talk pizza because it's National Pizza Day. I don't know anyone who just doesn't love pizza. If you're a weirdo, let us know. 601-879-4395. But usually if you're a weirdo around pizza, it's not whether you like or don't like it. And I'm not saying whether you would take pizza or not. I necessarily, if it's on a buffet, I'm not always just going for it, but I'm not going to say I don't like it. Unless it's a pizza buffet. Unless it's a pizza. <laughs> That's true. I do love me a pizza buffet. Uh, loves a, yes, a pizza buffet. But while, you know, I'm more leaning towards the salad bar with maybe a slice of pizza. Um, but, you know, this, either here nor there. You'd be proud of me. Whenever I do make the, the trip to a pizza buffet, I do get a salad to start. Do you? Is it because it comes with your buffet? Yep. <laughs> and, okay, so what do you look forward to most on that salad bar? Because I, our family will choose pizza buffets based on the salad bar for me because I am the, you know, I'm the different maker or, or the deciding factor. And I need one that's got more than just the lettuce and the cheese. I need a little bit of on there. It doesn't have to be. You know, staggering. But so you need some some hard boiled eggs over there, some little ham cubes, some mm-hmm. some I baby just, corn. I need to be able to you know make a meal out of it. Is there something that you when you choose to go like that that you you load on up on it? If they've got baby corn, I'm going to be obnoxious and have about seven or eight of them in my bowl. I like the faux bacon bits. And they're not real bacon. There's nothing real bacon. The Red Krispies. The Red Krispies. I don't know what they are. I don't want to know, but it tastes like bacon and it crunches. It's bacon flavored something. And it pairs super well with the homemade, usually ranch dressing that's found at your pizza establishments. And then the big croutons that kind of, they're salty, but also the faux garlic that's on them as well. And the combination together is just, I don't know, it's one of a kind. A little shredded cheese and the ham cubes over in there. And that's what I would eat going to like, Home home cooking buffets where you mm-hmm. don't get pizza, you get you just have the little tiny salad bar with the lettuce and the ham cubes and the cheese and the dressing, and that's pretty much it. You know who had a underestimated salad bar, but um, they're really no longer around. Western Sizzlin. <laughs> My granny would take me. She loved Western Sizzlin because she loved a thin 
her little thin steak. Then she christened the whole thing. It's, it was a big deal. But they had like the it was the same sort of like pizza buffet style salad bar that had the cheese and the but they had the it's like they shredded it off the block. They went like a little bit of an extra step. And I think that's where my love of that combination kind of came for. Although I don't think you needed any, you know, um, being given to it early in life. I think anybody at any age would like ranch dressing, bacon, and croutons. I remember going to a Western Sizzlin, but good gracious, it's been oh my gosh, yeah. better part of two decades. Was Western Sizzlin one of them that had the guy standing there with the gigantic hunk of meat? And you would just walk up and he'd slice you off some. Because I know you had that at like cafeteria style, like Morrison's Cafeteria, which are those even around anymore? But where you, where like you a go by? Like still around. Yeah. But I don't remember that. I do know or do remember Western Sizzling you would order and you got your cafeteria tray and you went down the line. And I can like vaguely, I mean, my granny's, granny's been with Elvis since I graduated high school. So let's just, you know, it's been a minute. And so, but, um, so I don't remember that part of it. I just remember the salad bars and that was her, like if we were, if I was getting a treat from granny, it was the Western Sizzling and I look forward to making the salads there. And so that's what I enjoy about, well, that's not why I enjoy the salad bar at pizza places, but they, the memories are still sort of the same. But what makes you weird about pizza is if you like something weird on top that people don't agree with. You know, you can you can decide thin crust, thick crust, deep dish, whatever it may be. But if you go and start putting strange things on your pizza, and it gets down to families. Some of us have families, you probably feel this way too, where you're ordering half pepperoni, half cheese if you got littles. I'm in that boat right now. The older fan, the old, everybody over the age of three wants some form of meat on their pizza. Do kids still fear anchovies on pizza? I don't know if it's a fear, but it's a definite, definite turnoff. Like, because eh. I blame the Ninja Turtles. I loved the Ninja Turtles growing up, but I blame them for my distaste of anchovies growing up. It wasn't until I got to college and somebody made the point of, you like black olives on your pizza. You'll probably be okay with anchovies. Is it just the word anchovy? Well, it goes back to, I think it's just kid cartoons. Whenever pizza is involved, A, they make the pizza look way too good looking. Like, it looks better than any pizza you could ever get in real life. And B, it's always the quit. Does it have anchovies on it? No? Okay, I'll eat it. So they sort of set that yeah. sort of set that stage for you? Um, kind of uh, gave you a false association that you automatically sort of wouldn't like that? Well... I don't know, but in our home, it's half pepperoni, half cheese for the baby. Or if it comes home, because if you go and get the hot and ready, (laughs) you know where that's at. Um, You only get the option. And so if I get the cheese, then one's like, ah, this is for EJ. I'm like, yes, it is, because she's the picky one. Throw you something uh, on there. But It's when you keep a bag of real bacon bits in the fridge. You just sprinkle some of those on there. Mm -hmm. Well, we keep pepperoni there as well real bacon bits though wouldn't last because i'd over overdo those have to be a, a, a treat whenever we go uh whenever we go out if you buy them it's not the same at home that is one of the things if you get off of a buck like a buffet or that is you know standard wherever you go and then you purchase it for your home it just doesn't hit the same i don't know why but it doesn't hit the same we had back-to-back text on the ceasefire text line one from dw and one from the 601 the 601 i love 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 
anchovies on pizza. And DW in Madison says, anchovies, yes. Pineapple, no. See, I don't mind a pineapple. I'm not mad at it. I don't want pineapple on a meat lover's. But if it's got but Canadian it's got bacon ham. or ham or something on it, and it's just the Canadian bacon or ham, then it's like you're eating a hambrosia pizza. That that makes sense. But pineapple with the, the the savoriness of sausage and pepperoni does feel weird. What about the margarita pizzas where it's really not – because, see, in your mind, you've got an idea of what a pizza looks like. And usually, if you're not bougie or a foodie, it's going to be – you know, the way that comes out of your pizza, tomazios, whatever it may be, you can get off into, you know, um, highfalutin land and they'll make where it's like the sauce. You can still see the sauce and then you just put the mozzarella on there and then you put the the basil leaves or whatever. It's delicious. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, but what do they call that without the pizza dough? Like that's got another totally different name than margarita, doesn't it? It's like caprese yeah, or something. Yeah, caprese salad. Yeah. Well, yes, so when you transfer that to... That's what's funny to me about the margarita pizza. You take something that has a completely different name, <laughs> put it on pizza dough, and now it's margarita! Pretty much. Absolutely, yes. I don't I don't know the, why it, it changes that way. It's, it is delicious, but it doesn't hit the same as a pizza. No. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's call pizza-like. it a pizza. like Call it a pizza. Quasi-pizza. But it's... It's it's I don't know if pizza. It's the diet is. coke of pizza. <laughs> Just a little bit of pizza, not pizza enough. Mike in Collinsville, Meridian has a western sizzling. There you go. There you go. That Just another thing Meridian's got that the rest of the world needs. Exactly, a western sizzling. Bring back the western sizzling. Man, my granny sure did. Love to go there. That was like a she got she did her hair extra to go to the western sizzling. It was always a, a good place. A good place to go. She might have had a crush on the meat guy. She may have. You know, Granny, she was spicy up until, up until late in life. Late in life. Best pizza I ever had, though, I'll have to admit, was in Chicago, and I had a Chicago-style deep dish. And you mean I had, a bowl of sauce? Well, and it was like real, you know, you had to eat it with a fork and knife. I'm not saying that I'd want to eat that all the time, every time I had pizza, but it was an experience that I fully enjoyed. I mean, it was an indulgence. You, you surprised Chicago's not outweighing us literally from it, but it was really good. All right, stick with us. We got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone knows all about my direction. 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. You can also watch us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can find us, too, on Ceasefire TV. We are on Channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel. And joining us today is Miss Christy Jones. She is a high school construction and carpentry teacher at Franklin County Career and Technical Center. She was named the 2022 Harbor Freight Tools for Schools Prize for Teaching Excellent, and she got $100,000. Welcome, Christy. Hi Rebecca, thank you for having me. You get to celebrate all over again because girl, we've been trying to we've been trying to do this since tw- since last year, but you know what? We are here and celebrating it um now. So how long ha- has it been since you received the $100,000? Uh it's been a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's been long enough that I've been spending it pretty uh pretty well. <laughs> well, I think it's cool. First off, I think it's neat that you've even got a construction and a carpentry class there at school. So give give us a little background about your department there. Sure. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm a career teacher. Um, I'm not uh, one that has come from the construction industry. So I started backwards from many of my coworkers that teach in the career tech. Um, I'm a career special education teacher, and then I went into science. But I've always had a um, side business um, called The Carpenter's Daughter, so that qualified me. Um, I've always had my hands into woodworking, uh, more on the artistry side of woodworking. And then um, I I had that typical teacher burnout after teaching for, I think, 100 years. Um, so I needed a change, and I knew that the um, the job was going to come open, so I I came down to the career tech, and I I talked to the principal down here, and I just asked them to remember me uh, if that job came open. And then they it broke my heart. They closed the program down. So, I, you know, my dreams were shattered, and uh, I thought it would never happen. But a few years later, they actually remembered me, and they wanted to have um, just a, a non-traditional teacher open the program back up, and that was me. So I opened it back up, and I'm now in my third year of teaching carpentry and construction to ninth through 12th graders here at Franklin County um, in our career tech. And how did the students respond to it? I mean, it would have to be something, obviously it's a break from math. Well, I mean, no, it's not a break from math in, in carpentry for sure or science, but it's a break from the sitting in the classroom sort of absorbing information. This is a, you, you can't learn other than hands-on, right? Well, actually, um, my students have me for two hours a day. Uh, the really cool thing is that most of them had me as a science teacher. So they, I, this will be my last year of students who already knew me. So the next crew that comes in will be, you know, um, fresh blood here. They won't have had me before. So it's been fun having some of my old students uh, see me in a whole new light, Um we blew stuff up together in science, and, you know, they'll come in talking about all these old experiments we did. So they remember me as that academic teacher. But when they leave my carpentry um, and construction class, they actually leave with national certification. They receive the same certification that they would get at a junior college. So we do hit the books pretty hard. Um, we, we have to take uh, written tests. It's a competency-based program. So there are written tests, and then there are performance pass tests. So we spend the first hour in the classroom. We spend the second hour um, then applying that book knowledge into the shop. 
Out of your three years, Christy, have you had a graduate uh, or a student to, to take that certification and go on and maybe start a career in, in construction or carpentry? I have my um, my first set of seniors was um, was last year, so they I have a couple that are dabbling in some construction and carpentry. This year will be my next set of seniors that are graduating, and I have um, two I believe that are going to be going into construction and carpentry. I had one call me um, actually last week, and he said I need a job. Can you help me? So I started helping him make connections to getting a job. And then the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation has a really good, um, I have a good connection with them. And they have a good program called COIN that um, we're just starting to kind of train on that we're trying to connect our students to industries within Mississippi and help them connect to jobs. So that is a huge part. Um, but my program is young. And my a lot of my students this year are actually ninth and tenth graders. So I kind of I follow them through graduation, but they may not still be my student. But I do follow them through their graduation to try to help them. Um, I, we have a student organization called Skills USA, which I'm very active in that, and I help them maintain their membership through graduation so that they can get scholarships and. Um, have opportunities. I think it's cool that they get exposure to opportunities outside of graduation that yes. they may, you know, connect with or not really think about. You know, you think about construction or carpentry just being, you know, the grunt work or the hard work, and it can be, and that's often how many get started. But you move on up the ladder. I mean, you can, you know, really become a foreman or, you know, a general manager of some sorts or, you right. know, start your own business. There's there's great opportunity there. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got a great opportunity with your $100,000 uh, from Harbor Freight. So how did that come about? How did you get in the, I guess, in the line for it or in the running for it? And then how well, did you find you got it? It's a lot of hard work. Um, it's an application process. So it's not just something you win. You really, um, you work hard. Uh, it's, uh, there are a lot of essays. It's kind of like taking some classes and then you respond um to these courses that you take through writing. Uh, there's a video uh, process. Um, so it, it takes several months of going through this process. Um, this was my second time applying. I entered um, in 2021 and won $1,000. I finished in the top 20 in 2021. Um, and that was my second year of teaching carpentry and construction. So I really was so shocked when... I won as a third-year teacher um, and got that grand prize. I was just blown away. And I think it was a little bit of a whirlwind for you after that. I know a lot of people were interested in your story. A lot of folks showed up for your presentation um, ceremony. Uh, Cindy Hudsmith was was there as well as others. So what's it been like since you won it, and how have you spent it? Um, I've been doing a lot of shop improvements. Uh, when, when I was able to come back into this program, the, our school shop, I had had some great equipment, but it was very old equipment. So I've been doing a lot of just replacing very large equipment, which is very expensive. And then our electrical was um, was pretty bad. Uh, we couldn't run all of our equipment at the same time without throwing breakers. And so I hired in an electrician, and um, he and his crew 
have completely fixed our electrical issues and just got us running top notch. So I have equipment coming in all the time. And then um, I mentioned earlier, we're very active in our student organization. That requires um, a lot of travel, competitions, and uniforms. They have very specific uniforms, and those uniforms are very expensive. So I've been able to outfit my students in those uniforms, pay for their competitions. They've not had to pay for that, pay for their food while we're traveling. Um, that's been terrific. It has just taken the burden away from my, my students' families um, so that we can just go and compete without worry. Oh, I love that. And also just think this is a really cool program. Do a lot of uh, schools have this program, and I'm just not there you know, with a child yet to, to hear about it, or is it something that's growing in interest, Christy? Um, I think it's getting bigger, but a lot of schools have it. Uh, we actually we have state competition in Jackson, um, March the 7th through the 9th at the Coliseum. You should come check it out, and I think you would see how big it really is. Um, our students compete in everything from leadership skills to the hands-zone. Um, I have students in everything from quiz bowl to mock interviews, um, speech, all the way to electrical wiring. Um, and my son is in welding program here. They have uh, welding and welding fabrication. So, um, and it, it's a whole deal. It's a whole big deal. Well, uh, good luck, but also good luck to the other students, too. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's just neat to see what all the programs there are that are out there and the difference that they can make just by having the opportunity to, you know, um, get a taste of, of different types of jobs or different types of careers. And I just think it'd be cool to learn carpentry. I was like, where was that when I was in school? That'd have been. Do they get to build a birdhouse? Like, do they leave with anything at the end of the end of the program? Uh, we are building things a little bit bigger than that right now. <laughs> I, I do um, competitions within my class, too. My first-year students just build, finished building picnic tables, and my second-year students are competing against each other, building, um, you know, we do live in Mississippi. So they're building deer, deer houses, like shooting houses. Yeah, um, super so, cool. Uh, pretty large-scale um, houses right now. Well, Chris, and then we'll auction those off when we're done um, and put the money back into the program. Well, it just comes full circle. I appreciate it. I'm glad we finally got to call, catch up, Christy. You're welcome anytime. Congratulations again, and Thank good luck you. when y'all come to the capital city. Thank you so much. All righty, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Come on. So come on. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. I hope you've downloaded your Supertalk Mississippi app. It's a great way to stream us from there every day as well. But you can also go to supertalk.fm to sign up for Supertalk Mississippi News this week in Mississippi Newsletter. You'll get the news stories you need to know from the most powerful name in Mississippi, which delivers it right to your email for free. That's supertalk.fm slash newsletter. It is still National Pizza Day, and Jeff in Oxford said the weirdest thing, the best pizza... I've had in my life was in Germany, of all places. I can believe it. The, the Germans take their food very seriously in a way not unlike but very different from the way the French take their food very mm-hmm. seriously. For the French, it's all about the experience, and you get a plate, and you got like three leaves and a little tiny thing that looks like meat, but it's not really meat. But you get cheese shredded over it. Or you get a bowl of pressed duck and they bring out the five thousand dollars stainless steel slash sterling silver thing where they just put cooked duck in there and spin it for 45 minutes to get the juice out that's french german it's like how much meat can we pack into a sausage how much food can we put on a plate i'm not mad at it at all and I think Larry and Jackson said he hates it when everyone wants Supreme and then they eat most of the plain pepperoni that he likes off of it. Because what they really wanted was just a slice of Supreme to change things up a bit. Right. They didn't want the whole sort of Supreme. And there's always that one person that will order one. Or if you go to a party and you, you get like if you're having a party and you want to get multiple pizzas, you always get a Supreme just because there's always that one person. And usually it's the one that's got the most uh, leftover as well. You know, the the ones that I can't wrap my mind around, it's like, what were you thinking? Or, or what? You, it's the big meat lovers. I mean, I get it. But it's like it's all it's the it's the whole barnyard is like right there. The entire thing, all of it. Right. <laughs> I mean, usually it's missing chicken. Uh, it's rare to see chicken on a meat lovers. Frank's Roman Pizza, Asheville, North Carolina, is the best ever. It's like four inches deep. Bart and Columbus. You can let us know your favorite pizzas. If you got a shout out to a great pizza joint here in Mississippi, you can add that to 601-879-4395. I think it's one of those, you know, the, the, the thing about ordering a p- or going to a pizza place is you're either going to be eating with a group and you get the big one sometimes the individual ones they're either a little small or they're kind of big which you have leftovers pizza's just an odd singular order it's a harder singular order yeah personal pan quit being enough when i was about seven did you ever eat when you when you said that or took me back to summer camp and you would get the pizzas it like the personal pizzas that were in the plastic Whatchamadoodle? Oh, the Lunchable Pizza? Well, it's not really Lunchable Pizza. No, it's like the they're round, and they've got the cheese, and it had the little – look like the ham cubes, but it's, they call it pepperoni, and you pop it in the in the microwave, but you could get it as a snack out of the commissary or, like, whatever it may be. Did it come with the little cardboard yes. that was, like, kind of silverish on one side uh-huh. to crisp it up a bit in the microwave? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure that's the cause of some three minute microwave pizza. They still got them on the frozen food. Do they? But this wasn't frozen. This was like chilled. But I don't mean it wasn't. It came from frozen. It came. Yeah. Okay. You just ruined my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) CJ's Pizza in Columbus. Uh, How do you say that? 
Deep Dish in Chicago, Danny and Giordano's. Giordano's. Yes, deep dish there in Chicago. I agree with you, Danny. The deep dish in Chicago, um, it's an experience. Again, wouldn't want it all the time, but it would be, you know, a shame not to go visit and then not have an, an authentic one. I think the New York style, when done right, is as well, too, although its portion sizes on both sides are pretty big. But usually, you know, but I'm a crust girl. Like, so I... If you, if we're close enough, meaning close friends and family, and it's a really good crust, I'm like the dog bowl. They're throwing it over, over towards me because you know I got the big salad. You know, see? so my daughter's very trained. She doesn't like the the edge, and so to me, the crust matters. So you must really like Olive Garden salad and breadsticks. Yeah, I haven't been in like years, but yes. The breadsticks and the endless salad bar is right up my right up my. Which, alley. if you've never put two and two together, at the uh, Hot and Ready or any of the other pizza places that mm-hmm. also serve breadsticks, that's just pizza dough cooked different. Oh, absolutely! They don't have different dough for their breadsticks. No, not at all. Pizza Factory in Baldwin, Mississippi, best deal at lunch. I love it. We'll go ahead and enjoy you a slice of pizza today. It is National Pizza Day. And also stick with us. You got more up next with the boys. They're with you from 3 to 6 with Sports Talk. But Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.